So last week we were talking about pricing on the show and whether it's time for you to raise your prices. And you might also be aware that I recently put my prices up. It's not a coincidence. It's what made me think about discussing this with you, of course. Well, since then, I've had a number of you ladies asking me about my pricing strategy, my mindset around pricing, and how I go about deciding what to charge. I always love to be an open book for you. So on today's show, I'm taking you behind the scenes and walking you through my pricing strategy and my mindset around my prices. As we all know by now, our mindset plays the most fundamental part in all of the work we do. And so I'm hoping that by lifting the lid on my business today and well, on my brain, (laughs) then I can demonstrate how my mindset has supported me in making pricing decisions so that you can reflect on the mindset you're bringing to pricing decisions, any money related decisions in business, in fact. And of course, I'm going to be distilling this into some key takeaways for you so that you can go and apply what I've learned to your business. which is of course what I'm always aiming for here on the show. So let's do this. Let's keep this conversation about pricing going, shall we? Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javed from CoryJavid.com. How are you doing this? I would say fine Monday as I'm recording this, probably Tuesday as you're listening. It's not so fine. The weather, it's not so great. The rain is pitter-pattering at my window. Actually, I quite like that when I'm snuggled inside. Got my cup of ginger tea inside the blanket for you know, wearing a cashmere jumper. What's not to like? (laughs) So how are you doing? I want to take you behind the scenes in my business today. You know I like to do this every so often. We're going to be talking about my pricing strategy, but I want to update you a little bit on what's been going on over here. The schools were out last week, so I just, every time the schools were out, I'm just extra grateful for my business because I get to be super flexible, change my week around how I like to spend extra time with my daughter, and it was really lovely. We had a really nice time together, did some really fun stuff, like we went to a Halloween craft thing, we went to a local museum, we went trick-or-treating, of course, We got a thousand piece puzzle from the library, spent three days off and on trying to add bits to it and then just gave up, (laughs) not really teaching her perseverance on that one. We watched films, we went to the cinema and watched The Adams Family and we went swimming, we went out with friends, we just generally had a great time. So it's been a really good week last week. Now I'm back at it. I would say back at it because this morning, it's Monday, my first full week back in my usual routine. I could have leapt straight in, but actually was quite tired. So I started my day with a nap. <laughs> so I got up, got my daughter ready for school, took her to school, came home and went back to bed for half an hour. And I felt so much better after I'd done that. So just, you know, permission to listen to what your body needs sometimes too, right? 
Also, I went out with my friends recently for pizzas and wine and girly chats. Love that. Good for the soul, isn't it? And um, one of my friends, she doesn't have a business. Most of my kind of like in real life friends don't. And she has a kind of really cool, she's got a bit of a like a, oh, what's it called? That Emma Gammon talks about multi-hyphenate kind of career type of thing, the multi-hyphen method. She's doing that. She's super talented and uses her talents in a number of different ways, but doesn't have like her own business as such. Anywho, turns out she listens to this show. Shout out if you're listening, you know who I'm talking about. Didn't even know that she was listening. So I just assumed that my friends who don't have businesses don't listen, but evidently some of them do. Hi. Hi, guys. (laughs) And she was saying to me, I think your talk about manifestation all the time is right rubbing off. I accidentally manifested something the other day and she actually told me two manifestation stories and I'll share one of you with you really quickly right now. And she was listening to me talking about money on the show. Could have been any episode. Let's be honest. <laughs> we talk about money here a lot, don't we? That's intentional. It's not a taboo subject. And she was thinking to herself, actually, yes, I would like to be making more money. Why don't I want to make more money? Why not just open myself up to earning more money and receiving more money? And the next day, she received a check in the post. Those sorts of things just don't really happen anymore. Checks are kind of like obsolete, are they not? And yet, it's not the first time that somebody has reported those sorts of things to me. One of the women who was doing Limitless Money received a check for an very considerable sum of money, a few modules into doing the course. Uh, So anyway, just wanted to shout out to the power of our minds, shouting out our minds. Yeah, why not? Um, Today and how, you know, we do get to decide, we get to set intentions to receive more money and anything else we want to do. And it gets to come true. Our reality catches up with our minds and our vibrations when we put our intention and focus there. So that was just really fun. And it was really nice to hear that kind of story. I always love those stories. So if you have a manifestation story, do share it with me. I love them so much. I love when you ladies email me and I love when you ladies email me and send me DMs over on Instagram telling me about what you've manifested. It's so cool. Okay, so last week we talked about whether or not it's time for you to put your prices up. Anytime I do a topic like that, when we're talking about maybe something that you might want to be considering or doing in your business, I get a flurry of questions about what I'm doing in my business and why. And I welcome those questions. So thank you. You're one of the women who's been asking me. And so I thought you might like me to take you behind the scenes of my recent price increase and have a look at my overall pricing strategy. And most importantly, while we're doing that, my mindset that drives all of those decisions. Remember, we've been talking about asking better questions, yes? And how I love when you see somebody doing something that you think, yes, I'd like to be doing that too, whether it is raising your prices in this case or any other thing that you might witness somebody else doing or achieving and think, I want a slice of that. The thing is not to ask necessarily how. Sometimes we can learn from the how, right? But the better question is, What was her mindset around that? And so that's what I'm going to be sharing with you today. What's been my mindset around my pricing strategy? So I'll tell you my thinking around those decisions because I get it. 
even though we talked about the key signs that might be pointing to the fact that you indeed need to put your prices up, there is always something interesting about finding out what someone else has done and why, isn't there? (laughs) Also, I've done the mindset work required to really heal my relationship with money, which, FYI, is some of the work that I share inside of my Limitless Money course. That's what I help you do in there, heal your relationship with money amongst other things. And actually, just while we're here, if you want to get on the wait list, I will be relaunching that in 2020. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless and sign up to be on the wait list. Okay, so I did that work on my money mindset so that I could feel good about receiving money. And so that limiting beliefs about money aren't clouding my judgment when I'm considering things like my prices for my business. And so given that I've done that work. I wanted to let you have this behind the scenes look at my thinking behind my pricing so that you have like this working example or kind of like a case study, if you will, if you're looking for one of that kind of money mindset at play. So if you know you need to put your prices up, but you're really scared of doing it, I get it. But I'm hoping that by me sharing this today, you'll get a bit of a feel for what it's like to not allow fear into the equation when you're making money-based business decisions. And I use the word allow there really intentionally because we are humans, right? So I don't think we ever completely go forward in our lives with no fear coming up for us with anything ever again probably quite unrealistic, but it's about not letting fear make decisions for us and be in charge. It's not letting fear in the driver's seat, right? And so my hope is that you'll be both inspired and empowered, most importantly, to know that you too can feel just fine about money and then bring that clarity that comes with feeling fine about money to money-based decisions. Because when you can, let me tell you, quite a relief. (laughs) Okay, and with that in mind, before we dig into this episode, here's what I don't want you to do. Are you listening? (laughs) Don't go telling yourself anything along the lines of, it's okay for Corrie to charge prices like that because dot dot dot, insert reason here. There is nothing more or less special about me or you, okay? There's no circumstance of mine that enables me to charge my worth. There's no circumstance of yours that's preventing you from charging your worth. If you're not charging enough for what you do, the only thing that separates you and I, my love, in terms of me here charging what I think is enough for what I do is mindset. That is literally it. There is no limit, in fact, how much money you can earn. So the only limitations that you see are those that you accept or self-impose. Ouch, right? (laughs) Bit of tough love there, but said because I love you, right? And I only want good things for you. And so I'm saying all this because I really want you to consider the mindset that I'm presenting to you on the show today, my mindset. Um, And if as you're listening, you start with the, yeah, buts then really what you're doing is you're arguing for your limitations. So just don't do that. Let's argue for your limitlessness instead, shall we? Because you are limitless. And that is, as you know, my mission is to help you know and understand and truly feel and believe that. (laughs) Okay, so let's get to it. Now we've got that in caveat out of the way. I'm going to give you a little bit of background first before we leap into the mindset around my pricing strategy. So we're talking specifically 
about my one-to-one coaching signature six-month package today because that is the one that has just had a recent price increase. So you've probably heard me talk about it on the show. It's not something that I hide. I am very vocal about price increases. I think we should all be celebrating price increases because they are a celebratory thing, right? Um, And actually, it's a good time for some really positive communications and messaging and marketing around what you do rather than trying to kind of get a price increase in the back door and hope no one notices, which if you're feeling like you would really like to do that, that comes from a place of fear and that's money mindset at play, right? And so... Anyway, so I've been talking about on the show my pricing, and so you might not already know, but in case you missed those episodes, I was previously charging £6,000 if you paid in full upfront for my six-month package, slightly more if you pay monthly, and now that price has moved to £8,000. So I offered two more spots to come in at the 6000 before my prices went up. So I gave everybody a heads up, which I personally think is quite a nice thing to do to say, hey guess what? My prices are going up. Uh, However, if you want to buy, enroll, purchase, depending on what your thing is, uh, between now and then and that date, then here's how you need to do it. So to work with me next year, which is the only time you can start working with me, it costs £8,000 now, right? So I gave everybody a heads up on that. I sold those last two spaces. They went really quickly, which was lovely. Hello to those two new people sitting patiently on my waiting list for the spots coming available early next year. Um, But that, so that's the pricing increase that I recently made. That's what happened. I put them up by two grand. Quite simple, quite straightforward. Let's talk about my pricing strategy a little bit in terms of at a high level. So with my one-to-one coaching, I actually use my pricing to act as a filter. I'll go into that in a bit more detail a little bit later in the show. But I use it to make sure that I'm getting committed uh, women really ready for the type of work that we're going to do together, right? And so I intentionally don't price low because that would not actually serve me in getting the kind of clients that I like to work with best. Another facet of my pricing strategy is that obviously I want my pricing to be aligned with the value that I provide but also still affordable. What do I mean by that? I know that I could actually charge considerably more for what I'm doing. And I know this just because I know the kind of range of pricing in the market. I know the value of what I provide. um, And I know that I could be charging more, but it is also important to me to not price so highly that it makes it really unaccessible and really difficult for people. So I do want it to be a stretch. And again, we'll talk, talk a bit more about my mindset around that. Um, in a second. I do want it to be a stretch, but not so far of a stretch that it really prices people out of the market. Does that make sense? So that's also a consideration in my pricing strategy. Um, So I don't want to be the most expensive. Um, Some people like to do that to separate themselves. And there's sometimes a certain amount of perceived additional value or exclusivity or whatever that comes from being at the higher end of the price points in, in your marketplace. And I am definitely not competing on price. I am not interested in competing on price. It's not part of my pricing strategy. It's just not a consideration. And so I just wanted to give you a little bit of insight into that. So quite straightforward in terms of pricing strategy. There's not a huge amount at play. To me, when it comes to strategy, it's simple as best, right? I think people can make strategy way overcomplicated. 
And that's generally how I consider and approach my pricing. And the other thing that I actually want to mention is that while I do offer like early bird pricing on my Limitless Money course and other bonuses and things like that, I never discount one-to-one, ever. Just It's just a hard and fast rule for me. And I think it's because it's an entirely different kettle of fish. I hope you have that phrase where you are now. I've said it. I'm quite aware that it could be a very British phrase. <laughs> um, I'm always aware of these things, just a side note, because um, I will just say things on calls with either my clients who are uh, not in the UK, about 50% of my clients are overseas, and or on calls with my coach who um, is in the States. <laughs> and I will sometimes just come out with phrases and she'll be like, what did you just say? I need to write that down. That's amazing <laughs> because she thinks our oh, phrases are hilarious sometimes. So anyhow, um, so it's a different kettle of fish in my opinion. I'm just not into discounting one-to-one. I think it's um, a different thing. and I don't think it's required as like a marketing strategy. And I think it can undermine the kind of value of what's on offer. And I feel quite strongly about why I charge when I charge and so uh, for one-to-one. And so discounting it would um, undermine that. Okay, so those are some of the considerations in place with my pricing strategy just on an ongoing basis. Although actually before we continue, I should mention on the point of never discounting, I don't discount. But what I do or I have been doing is allowing clients who work with me um, for their six month term when they want to re-enroll, which the majority of them do these days then I allow them to continue at their their pricing, so the price at which they came in. So if the pricing has gone up since they started, which most often has happened, then they stay at that same price point that they came in on. And that's as a kind of token of gratitude for their commitment to our ongoing coaching relationship, right? And so I really value those deepening relationships. And I know that the longer I work with somebody, the more and more amazing results we can get together. And so because of that, and because I really value that work, I um, like to allow them to stay on the pricing that they came in at. Does that make sense? Okay, so that's a bit of insight into the overarching strategy. But what I want to talk about now is how I price and then the value ladder in my business. And then from there, my actual mindset around my most recent price increase. So how I price is really quite simple for my one-to-one coaching. I price based on both the value that I provide and, this one's the key, the potential for results that I can offer. So it doesn't mean, of course, that I can offer any guarantees because I work with humans, right? (laughs) I, I can't offer guarantees. That would be a dangerous game to get into because I'm ripped reliant on a client showing up and meeting me halfway. But I feel very sure about the value that I bring. And I also feel very sure about the potential results that I can help a client get if she shows up and meets me halfway. And so I price based on that. And it's not about the time spend at this point in my business. I would rather charge more and go deep with a smaller number of clients than charge less and give less value. Does that make sense? Um, So that's really quite simply how I price my coaching. And I go with a gut feel too, which is probably not what you want to hear. I know um, a lot of women, when they come to work with me and we talk about their pricing and we're potential and we 
consider moving their prices up. Many of them are like, do, do you have like a formula that we can just <laughs> apply to my pricing so I know what to charge? And I know that really underneath that desire to have something like a hard and fast rule of, oh, if you're doing this, this is how you price. I know that underneath that desire is a fear around charging too much, which comes from some of the money mindset work, which we need to do, right? Um, And actually, the right price is the price that you can get your energy behind. I talked about that in episode, I think, 69, when I talk about why the real reason pricing feels hard. So again, if you need to go and listen to that one, do. But that is how I price mine. I price it based on the value that I'm providing and the potential for results that I can offer. So when I see clients, uh, a number of clients getting similar results and they're pushing at the kind of boundaries of what I've been getting people previously, I know I'm up leveling in the value that I'm providing and I know that then I can be commanding a higher price. Does that make sense? So I do it based on that, but also just based on gut feel on what feels good and feels like intuitively like a good price for my ideal client. So I use my intuition, which has taken me some time, but you know, we need to work on that, I think, to work on getting back in touch with our intuition and allowing ourselves to trust ourselves. There's that word again, comes up like in every show, doesn't it? (laughs) We need to trust ourselves. The more we can learn to trust ourselves in our businesses, the easier everything gets. So I also trust myself to set the appropriate price. Um, And then just quickly before we dig into the mindset piece here is I want to mention the value ladder at play. So pricing is never done in isolation because if you have more than one product or service or revenue stream, you need to consider the interplay between those products and services and their various price points. So I have four different ways that you can work with me or purchase from me, the lowest um, being my templates. And I don't have actually any plans right now to increase their price. I'm really happy with that price point and I'm really happy with the fact that I have some flexibility there to sometimes offer discounts. Um, like when we did 50% off Fortnite recently, that was really fun. Uh, but I really want them to say super, super affordable so that they're a no-brainer. That's the point of them. The point of them is that it should be so easy for you to just click buy and get the template and put the thing into action and get the result that is associated with it. I want more women getting those things that that I have templates for done in their business so that they can be building these sustainable money-making businesses. I feel really passionately about that. Um, and I would feel tempted just to give them all away for free, but I know that if you paid for it, you're more likely to implement it. <laughs> so if uh, so, that's my thinking there and that's what drives that pricing. Um, but those are then kind of at the low entry point. So for somebody who may be new to me, new to my work, it's always good uh, for whatever you're doing to have a lower entry point for people who just kind of want to dip their toe in the water, so to speak, and have a small experience of what it's like working with you. And so up the value ladder from the templates, then I have my Limitless Money course, which is under a thousand pounds, but over a hundred pounds. So it's in that range. Um, And so it's not competing with my templates and it's not competing with my one-to-one. And speaking of one-to-one, up the value ladder from there, then I have my intensives. Okay. And so I don't sell too many of those because I don't have a ton of time to serve those. So I only actually 
market those actively when I have the space for people to work with me in that way. Does that make sense? And now that I have the Limitless Money course, I know that I have an extra provision out there helping me. And so I'm always thinking of how I'm helping people and how I can be helping more people and how my different products and services relate to each other. And uh, I make sure that they're priced in terms of this value ladder, but also priced um, in a way that is indicative of both the value that you get, but also priced in a way that is appropriate for the person doing the thing. By which I mean, it needs to be enough of an investment for that person to show up for it. So that's the thing that gets so often um, left aside in pricing considerations. It becomes just about you thinking about, well, how much is this worth? How much am I giving here? But it's easy to forget that actually that's not the whole picture with pricing. Part of it is, and I'm going to get into this in just a second, that the other person needs sometimes to invest in order to show up for the thing that you're selling. Okay, so let's get into my thinking around and my mindset around my recent increase. So we're talking specifically here about my price increase from £6,000 to £8,000 for my one-to-one coaching. And so I just wanted to share, like I said, my mindset with you here. So the first consideration here that led me to this price increase was around this point that you've heard me talk about before, which is that the transformation is in the transaction. I have seen this play out again and again. Anytime I have put my prices up, I've noticed a shift in energy in the women who are coming to work with me. The more of a stretch that it is, the more people need to really consider making that investment, the more they really need to consider investing in themselves in that way and leaping into trusting themselves, backing themselves, betting on themselves. The more skin they have in the game, the more committed they are, and they show up with this most beautiful energy. Now, that doesn't mean that people who I charged previous price points haven't been amazing, but it's just I noticed this really distinct change uh, in the quality of the energy that is there right from the very beginning from charging more. And so that is one of the reasons why I have put my prices up a couple of times this year. And I've seen that happen again and again when I do. So I think it's actually really important for the type of work that I'm doing because I require my clients to show up and meet me halfway and to really go with this, to go with that high level mindset support and strategic support in their business. I really want people who are committed to that. And I really want people who are all in. You know, I did that episode on being all in. I want to work with women who are all in because it's so exciting because we can get just the most amazing results. So that is one of the reasons why I price strategically in a way that makes women really consider if they are all in before working with me. If you are not willing to pay, if you're like really down with the type of work that we can do together, but you're not willing to pay 8,000, then to me, you're not all in, (laughs) right? And perhaps then you need to do limitless money course and work on your money mindset there. But so that's one of the reasons why I do it because there's so much transformation that happens in that transaction. For example, 
one of my clients just rolled out of my waiting list and into working with me. And she was on the waiting list for a couple of months, few months, I can't remember exactly how many. And just the change in her from our first discovery call and from her saying, yes, I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to do this. Let's work together to us actually starting. She'd already made a leap and it was incredible. And I know it's because I charge at a price point, which requires that of women, requires that transformation during the transaction. Um, Another part of my mindset here in raising my prices is that um, I'm actually moving towards a particular price point. So this won't be the kind of last time that I set them. So I just wanted to share a little bit more of the strategy there. So I have um, a view of a price point that to me just feels like intuitively a really high vibe price point that I consider will attract those women really ready for that next level of mindset and strategic support that I can offer. And so I'm working my way there, but I didn't want to do it in one fell swoop. I thought that might be too big a jump for some people from the price point that I was at to that point. But that's some of my thinking that's going on there too. So they've moved up now, but that won't be the last time, of course. And then I kind of plan to potentially hover at that point for a, for a good while longer. So I've been increasing my prices quite a few times over the last year. Uh, I think this will be the third price increase in 12 months, which might seem kind of aggressive, but I'll get onto that in a minute. But I knew that I'd been sitting on lower prices for a while. And again, that was strategic at that time. So It's about having a strategy in mind and potentially a target that you want to be working towards. And again, for me, that target is really underpinned by this belief in how transformational that transaction alone will be and the caliber of women. I didn't like actually that word caliber. Let's not say that. But you know what I mean? The the high vibe required to be able to invest in yourself in that way. That's a beautiful thing. So I'm excited for that. Um, Another aspect of my mindset here has been that when I see people paying in full for my coaching, and I don't require people to do this, they can pay monthly, but when I see women paying in full regularly at a particular price point, that to me feels like a sign that I could comfortably move my prices up. I feel like if people are finding that money up front, that sum of money, then it means that it's not, I haven't pushed it too far. Does that make sense? That it's not too much of a stretch. And so I had a number of clients pay me in full up front at the six grand price point. And so I knew that it was time to consider my next price point. And then the fourth aspect, and this might sound obvious, but it's amazing how many women I coach and I speak to who aren't grounded in this. So the other aspect of my mindset here is that I am getting mega results with my clients, right? I've grown as a coach. I'm always investing in myself as a coach. So I invest always more than I'm requiring women to invest in me, in myself. And the more I invest in myself, the more I up my game, the more I can help women up their games, really specifically up-level their mindset, and from there, their reality. And so my price is reflective of that. And so now that might seem quite obvious that if you're thinking, well, of course, if you're getting women better and better results, of course, you would be wanting to put your prices up. But it's amazing how often um, women aren't spending the time 
really grounding themselves in the value of what they're providing. And so it's easy to see that in somebody else, but not to see it in ourselves. And that's why I wanted to share this particular point, because I really love you to think about the value of what you're doing. And are you seeing your clients' results or your customers' feedback as just a kind of like an anomaly? Are you brushing it off as you would maybe a compliment rather than allowing it to really land? And are you really firmly planted in the value that you provide? Because if you are, then it makes pricing so much easier. And if you're not, if you're not allowing yourself to acknowledge it and appreciate it and feel a little bit proud of what you're doing, then it's really difficult to price accordingly, right? And so I'd love you to have a think about whether that's something that you need to do more, which is acknowledge the results that you're getting for your clients or acknowledge the great feedback that you're getting from your customers and allow that to infuse positively your thinking when it comes to your pricing. And just on that note, in terms of my thinking here, so when I have a number of clients making eight grand per month, then I know that charging eight grand to work with me for six months is like more than reasonable, right? Does that make sense? And so that's another indicator that I look out for. And so I do have a number of clients making that or thereabouts. Um, and so I took that as another sign. And again, if I wasn't feeling firmly planted in what I'm doing and the value that I provide and how I show up for my clients, I could see that as kind of a fluke or not really notice that trend. And so that's why it's important. That's why I'm trying to encourage you to do that yourself. Another aspect of my mindset here is that I'm, as I talked about earlier, and this is where I want to go into this point, is I'm using price as a filter. So I feel very clear on who I like to call in as a client, who I'm hoping to attract into working with me. I get that by doing the mindset work required to bring that clarity and to think about who is my ideal client and really be continuing to feel into that because that does evolve and change as you evolve and change if you are in a one-to-one service-based business, right? You understand better the aspects of a person that makes them an ideal client for you like is it something about their energy is it how they've done this work ahead of time is it this particular thing that they're interested in whatever that looks like for you but that's an ever-evolving thing in my experience and so I keep kind of a handle on that I keep clear on who I'm really excited to call in next to work with me and what aspects of somebody makes them an ideal match to work with me so that I know what I'm looking for when I get on a discovery call with somebody because I only want to be working with ideal clients right of course as you should too but I'm also using price as a filter to help me there because for what I'm doing I know that I want women to show up energetically for the work that we're doing. And I will want to meet them halfway and I want us to get amazing results together. I'm interested in working with women that are excited to get really incredible results, right? And so I know that if I use my pricing as a filter, I will get people who are more serious, who are backing themselves more, who are really going to show up for that investment in themselves, right? So that's how I'm using pricing as a filter. Because I don't want you to pay me just to show you, just to tell you the strategy for what you need to do in your business. Go and grab one of my templates, spend $47 on that. Um, Don't pay me eight grand just to talk strategy or just some of the practical, yeah, we talk strategy, my clients and I, of course we do. 
But really, if you're looking for those epic leaps in your business, like one of my clients who went from one client herself to 23 um, in her time working with me, or scaling to as from a solopreneur to an agency, as several of my clients have done, leaving their corporate jobs, making those 8K plus months that we talked about, those kind of epic leaps in your business, if you are interested in those, then you really need high level mindset support to go with that strategy, right? And so that's why I use price as a filter because my price point makes sure that I only attract women who understand that, who understand that they need that high level mindset support. And if somebody gets it but isn't quite sure yet, doesn't quite yet feel able to invest in themselves that way, and the thing that's allowing me to put my prices up in that way, to act as a filter in that way, is that I do have my Limitless Money course, which is the ideal thing for anybody who gets it, understands that they need that support, but doesn't feel able to invest in herself in that way because she needs to work on and heal her relationship with money. So can you see how having launched that course, I'm actually using that as a tool to kind of fill in that demand that I'd been filling one-to-one. Does that make sense? So I had been really coaching women one-to-one on healing their relationships with money. And of course, that is some of the work that we still do with um, in my one-to-one coaching. But I'd been doing that a lot and I wanted to find a way to help women to do that so that they can feel great about investing in themselves at higher price points and getting that higher level of support that's required to really leap forward. So now that I have the course assisting me in that way, it means that I get to raise my prices and to use them more as a filter now. Does that make sense? So that's a little bit about my thinking in terms of specifically what I'm doing in my business there. Um, And finally, shouldn't go without mentioning this, I have done my mindset work. And I because of that, I feel totally worthy of receiving £8,000 for the work that I do. I feel like that is totally justified sum of money. I feel like my energy is fully behind it. I feel really great about charging that sum of money. I feel really sold on myself, which is so important. If you want to be selling authentically and with ease, you need to feel sold on yourself first. So I've done that work. And so that's the mindset that allows me to, that that has underpinned all of these other aspects of my mindset around pricing because I haven't allowed weird negative feelings around money to cloud my judgment because I don't have those feelings around money anymore because I cleared them out, right? And so now what can you take from this? Because I'm only ever sharing stuff here on the show because I want you to be able to take something from it, right? So let's break that down. So ideally, you want to have a strategy, a plan of when you're going to raise your prices, when you're going to review them next. So I mentioned to you that even though I've raised my prices now, I also have inside a target for my prices, but have a plan in place of when you're going to raise them, how you're going to raise them, are you going? how you're going to market and communicate that price increase. Are you going to use that price increase to your advantage in some way? I'd suggest that you do. Um, So have a plan. Know why you're raising them. That's the other thing that you can really take away from this. So I've explained my why, but really the only reason I'm sharing that with you is because I want you to think about your why. What's your why for raising your prices? Sure, it can be just because you want to be making more money, but really 
feel certain about what your why is, why you're raising them. So I mentioned that I have a number of different reasons around why I'm raising my prices. So for me, like I use it as a filter to really attract those women who are really ready for that level of support. That's just one of my whys. But have a think about what yours are. So have a strategy, have a plan, know your why. And the other thing to take away on a more practical note is to know what your indicators are that show you that it's time for an increase. So I talked about five typical signs um, last week that it's time to raise your prices. But I mentioned on today's show, some of the things that I look for that are specific to the type of work that I do. So remember, I mentioned that when women are making in a month more than I charge for six months, then I know that there is scope to increase my prices just as one of my personal indicators. But have a think about what yours are for you. And so those and so those are some of the practical elements and then on the mindset side you really need to be sold on yourself. So I'm hoping that you picked up from today's show that I feel sold on myself and the reason I want to share that with you is because I want you to feel sold on yourself because I know from personal experience it is so much easier to sell when you are convinced of the value that you can provide, right? And sort of secondary to that, being sold on yourself, being sure of your pricing, having your energy behind your pricing wherever it's at now before you then put your energy behind your new prices So the other facet of that is being sure of the value of what it is that you're providing, being really firmly planted in any results, any positive feedback, the potential that you are offering, whatever it looks like for you in your business, be really firmly planted in that and allow yourself to acknowledge that because that really helps you when you're doing pricing work. And then, of course, (laughs) the other thing that makes all of this so much easier is not having negative money vibes getting in the way. What I'm really hoping is that today's show gave you some insight into how I can just, at this point, really clearly look at from a strategic point, from also an instinct and intuition point, look at what I want to do with my prices and why and what feels good to me. And because it feels good to me, I know it will feel good to my ideal clients. Now, I couldn't do that work so easily. I couldn't make these decisions in my business this easily if I still had a whole load of negative limiting beliefs around money, cluttering my view and clouding my judgment. That's really why I wanted to share this today because I'm hoping that that kind of came across as I was chatting with you about my pricing strategy. Let's get into today's Dash of Woo. What is a Dash of Woo? In case you're new here, you're like, what on earth is Dash of Woo? Dash of Woo is a small, practical mindset or manifestation tip designed to take what we've been talking about in today's show and give it that extra oomph as you implement it into your life or business. So on that kind of last note of the show there, or penultimate note, I don't know, I'm losing track at this point. One of the fundamental pieces here is being sold on yourself. When you're sold on yourself, raising your prices, having sales conversations, writing sales copy, writing posts and telling people on social media about what you do and how you can help them or what you have for them that they might like is so much easier. So today's Dash of Woo is built to help you with that. I really want you to think about the value of what you do and go beyond that, not just the value that's inherent in the particular 
product or services that you provide, but actually go a step further of that than that. See the ripple effect. See the ripple effect of what you do in your business and how that can play out and impact people's lives in a positive way and really immerse yourself in that value of what it is that you're doing. From that place, it's much easier to price accordingly. So there's a couple of ways that you can do this. One is based on what's happening now and one's based on what you intend to happen. So in terms of what's happening now, gratitude. Gratitude is always a great way to combat fear. And when we're talking about worrying about pricing or being anxious about putting prices up, let's be honest, we're talking about fear underpinning that, aren't we? And so fear and gratitude can't coexist. I believe it was Tony Robbins that said that. Smart man, it's true, right? (laughs) And so that's why gratitude is so effective. And I'm sure you know about gratitude. Everyone's talking about gratitude everywhere all the time. There's a reason, right? It works. So one thing I'd love you to do is every single time you get any kind of feedback from a client or customer, or you even, depending on the type of work that you're doing, you notice them getting a great result, or you even just notice them enjoying the work you've done, even if they don't vocalize it to you directly be picking up on that. Keep a log of it, ideally. So my clients will tell you, I make them do this. I make them keep a client file or a a customer folder of all that great feedback that they get. And allow yourself to go there and read it all and read it again often and remind yourself because that's why you're doing what you're doing, isn't it? All of us, I'm sure, are here because we want to do the thing that we do and help the people that we want to help. And so when we can acknowledge that we have helped that person in that way, then it's a really beautiful thing. We're allowing that energy that we put out to come back to us and it's that beautiful full circle. So allow yourself to immerse yourself in the gratitude for what is and for what's happening right now and what has happened so far in your business in terms of the feedback that you've got, the results that you've got for people all of that good stuff. And then I'd suggest practicing future gratitude. So that's the other great thing. This is something that I'm personally pretty addicted to. (laughs) And I use it in all sorts of ways in my business. But let's talk about how you can use it for pricing. I'd love you to think about if you charged more money for what you were doing and that, and you did it in a way that you got your full energy behind those new prices, you would then be excited even more than you are now to show up for the products or services that you create or provide. And you would give even more of that wonderful energy into that process. You would produce better results because you'd be doing your best work, right? And in from that place, have a think about the next people in your business that you're going to impact, the next people that your work is going to touch in some way, the lives that are going to be touched. And even it doesn't matter what you're creating. Every, all of us, if we are creating something, doing something, we are helping people in some way. And it does have a wonderful ripple effect, right? So Acknowledge that and cast that forward in your mind in terms of conjuring up an image or a feeling, depending whether you're a visual person or not, of all of those people that you're going to help next at this new price point and feel excited about that. And that helps you to get your energy behind your prices, right? And it helps you to feel immersed in the value of what you're providing. So for example, how I do this is As you ladies know, one of the things that I'm working towards is scaling my business to a million pounds. But really, 
For me, the thing that gets me excited is I practice this future gratitude for all of the women who I'm going to help empower financially because that's my thing. That's my jam, right? That's why I'm here. That's driving everything that I do. And so think about what's driving what you do. Think about your bigger why. And when you can feel in tune with that, when you can have looked backwards and up until now and acknowledge all with gratitude every way that your work has touched or impacted positively somebody so far and then look forward and be grateful in advance for the even bigger effect, the even bigger value that you're going to provide, the the numerous additional ripples that are going to come from your work and be grateful for that now. It really helps you to be, like I said, firmly planted in the value of what you're providing. Keep your eyes on the value of what you can keep doing and it helps you to get your energy behind your prices. So that's today's Dash of Woo. Try it and love it. Current gratitude, future-based gratitude, use them together in this way and it's a really potent mix. Amazing. If all of this pricing chat is making you realize that you've got some work to do to feel good about money, you wouldn't be on your own, my love. But I have two things that might interest you. The first is I would very strongly recommend that you get yourself onto the wait list for Limitless Money 2020. 2020, how is that even happening? Um, We're going to be relaunching it sometime early next year. So if you think it's time to heal your relationship with money once and for all, and it's such a relief when you do, let me tell you. Um, And then from there, learn my process for up-leveling your mindset so that you get to up-level your financial reality again and again, then this is the course that you need. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless to get on the wait list. And you know me, I like to reward action takers. So you can be sure that if you get your buns onto my wait list, there will be some reward when that launches. So that's corriejavid.com forward slash limitless if you know that that's going to be the thing that you really need. And to tide you over in the meantime, get yourself my guided manifestation meditation template because you can go and create some positive affirmations around charging your worth, around the value of what you do, especially when you're doing that dash of woo work that we just talked about turn some of your thoughts there, some of those positive thoughts of gratitude into affirmations, pop them into the template, and then use it when you're creating your guided meditation from this template, which by the way is super simple. Don't let any fears or doubts around recording the thing stop you because if you have a phone, you can do it in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Done. Um, that's the point of my templates. Super simple, right? Um, and then you can start reprogramming your beliefs as you drift off to sleep every night. Who doesn't love that? I mean, personally, a bit of a lazy girl residing inside of me. So things like that, hacks like that really please me immensely. <laughs> so if that sounds good to you too, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash shop and grab that guided manifestation meditation template because I think you're going to love that if you've been really noticing that you still have some either lingering beliefs around money that you need to try to reprogram or if you want to do some really great reprogramming to support your work around pricing that's going to be a great tool for you amazing i hope you enjoyed today's show if you want to find out more information about the show head over to the show notes you can find a link inside your podcast player or you can head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash my pricing strategy. Until next time, remember, you are limitless. 
for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.